The Start On Demand. On demand. It's game day for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and in studio with us, we had the halftime show performers from tonight's home opener, the Recklaws. Mackling is fired up about speeding on residential streets and put together a little rant to push back against some of the pushback. A Winnipeg police officer was demoted after a judge ruled he abused his authority, so we'll speak to the police union to get their take. And if you need party ideas for the Canada Day long weekend, have we got a long list of suggestions for you. I'm Brett McGarry, alongside Greg Mackling and Loren McNabb. We are Mackling, McGarry and McNabb, and this is the Thursday, June 27th podcast for The Start. In studio, Greg Mackling, who is with us right well, now? Well, we have our friends at Jen and Stuart Walker. They are in studio with us. They are better known as the Reclaws, and they're also uh, making up a date. This is a rainout date <laughs> from last year. Great to see you guys back in Winnipeg. Oh, thank Thanks you so much for having yeah, deja is, vu. This is our first real rain check that we're picking up on. <laughs> a literal rain check, and we like it, and we're glad to have you back. Uh, you guys are intrinsically entwined and synonymous with the CFL now. That mm-hmm. very special special relationship for you guys. Didn't you perform a great, great cup uh, yes. last yeah. year in Edmonton? Yeah, so last year when we were actually supposed to play the actual like season opener of the CFL, which was in Winnipeg for the Blue Bombers game, we got rained out. It was the longest CFL game in history. And then that didn't happen because of the <laughs> rain. And uh, they called us like two weeks later and asked us if we wanted to play the great cup. So it was like all started here for us, which is crazy. It's actually like... Back. Meant to be, I guess. Yeah. The big rainstorm. We were so upset when it happened, and then they were called us and asked to place the Great Cups. We're like, it's perfect. God. How it's often divine check, intervention. How often have you checked the forecast in the last 24 hours? <laughs> I don't know. We're like, are we going to sure. play the Great Cup again? <laughs> well, I guess, eh? If it doesn't go well, bigger and better things can come, like, come your way. How did that work last year? Like, at what point did you know that you weren't going to be performing? Honestly, it was to the last second. They kept being like, okay, you're on. Okay, you're not. Okay, you're on. They were so great. CFL was just like, they felt so bad over the whole thing because they were just like, oh, you're on or you're not. Um, so it was down to the last second, and they're like, we can't do it. Sorry. Oh, man. It was very sad. So the the, the game tonight, you're going to be doing the halftime show. You're also doing the national anthem? Yes. Is that correct? Yes, definitely. We've... Uh only done that once before, and we didn't have ears in. Like, there's if you have in ears, you can like you're in the moment. But last time we did it, we did it at the Toronto Argos game, and we didn't have ears in, so we were getting the backsplash of like the it's sound. It's very weird. So it's like it's like a two second delay. So like the words you were saying two seconds before are coming at you. So we like had to like look at each other. It was we're weird. Like, let's just but tonight down. We're, we're organized tonight. We have it all set up. <laughs> it's one more stressful than the other. I often hear people say the anthem sometimes can stress you out just because it is this thing that people kind of rely on. Like it has mm-hmm. to it has to be a certain way. Oh yeah, for some reason. Every time I'm singing it, I'm like, I'm singing this completely wrong. All the words are wrong. I'm saying it wrong. But no, you usually get through it usually okay. Through it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the three of us go out and we'll emcee different events. And, and it's not uncommon at any event these days to have someone up on stage and, and other conversations continue either at the bar or between people at the different tables. The national anthem is the only time ever when people yeah. just stop mm-hmm. what they're doing, they're silent, and they're listening to you. Like, you are guaranteed yes. an audience. And even when you're going to be performing at halftime, there'll be people having their conversations. You're you're part of the sound versus the national right. anthem, as I make you even more nervous about <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, no, no, no pressure. We're fine. So 
what what's your favorite part about this association with the with the CFL? You you played football a little bit, right, Stuart? A little bit, yeah. We had this conversation last <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I always say if the rec laws don't work out, I'll just. Apply for the CFL. Apply. See if they want to. See if they need need a linebacker or something. I think that's all you have to do is send in a resume. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. No, but they've been so cool. It's been insane seeing the fans that we never thought we would get, and I don't think we ever would have got for the next ten years um, because it's sports fans rather than country fans and people that listen to rock music and rap music and don't usually listen to that kind of song, but they're forced to because of us <laughs> on Thursday nights. Um, it's just been wild. Like every I, all the time, I have people coming up to us and being like, "Hey." I saw you guys play on the Great Cup. Like it's, it's like continuously following yeah. us around. It's been a really cool way to get a new fan base. We never it opened up have. a lot of doors for us, doors that we never would have been able to open if we didn't. So, mm. Juno cool. nomination for Country Music Album of the Year. Congratulations oh, on yeah, that! Thank you, like thank that's you. been a really incredible twenty-four months or so for you yeah. guys. Yeah, and the CFL was a huge part of that. Mm. It's it was been an amazing journey. And well, exposure is so huge, yeah. right? It's wild. Yeah. Well, so this weekend is a big one because you were mentioning it's kind of, for all of us, I think it's the start of summer, right? It feels like we get into the long weekend. We're super excited to get things going. Yes. We're all looking to relax. It sounds like you're going into the busiest <laughs> time of your year. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah. you got the CFL game or you got the Bombers game tonight mm-hmm. and then Dauphin. Dauphin Country Fest. Honestly, we're so excited. We've never been. We've heard amazing things. but yeah, Forecast isn't excited. looking Unbelievable yet, but it's going to change. We're going to knock on wood for that. That's Saturday. We're going to take your career to a whole other level with another rain delay at Country Fest, and then you see that things will go exponentially uh, better for you guys in the next year. Yeah, yeah, it's all part of the master plan. But you say you've heard uh, cool things about Dolphins Country Fest because we, you know, it's a huge festival. They get major acts coming in there. So is is that something that you do hear about in other parts of the country? Like, hey, we got to go to this Dolphins Country Fest. There is like three festivals in Canada that are considered legendary. And that's definitely one of them. Everyone's just like, it's like, it's an older festival. So clearly they know what they're doing. And they're like, everybody that's gone there has been there before. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be a really cool crowd. And like you guys were saying, rain or shine, the crowd is ready to go. So we, uh. We're ready for anything. Those are our people, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got the Stampede as well, Calgary Stampede. Yeah. How excited are you for that? <sighs> I mean, we're just checking off boxes this summer. It's going to be an amazing summer. We've never been again, so it'll be amazing. That's next week. So Two big weekends in a row. <laughs> yeah. They have, used to have a saying uh, for, for Americans, the best way to see Canada is to be a player in the CFL because players don't stay in the same city very often, at least right. a lot of them. Right. Kevin Glenn, who just retired, played for every team, I think, except Ottawa. Holy. So he saw the whole country. You guys are seeing parts of the country you've never seen before uh, yes. based on this. So this, uh, being a touring act might be a second best choice in yeah, Canada if you can't play in the CFL. Exactly. No, yeah, we uh, CFL holds this very special place in our heart for sure. Mm-hmm. It's uh, got us started in Winnipeg, especially <laughs> got it all started for us. So it's amazing. And I, I have to bring this up if for no other reason to annoy Greg because it has to do with Saskatchewan. I also see you're going to be doing something called Country Thunder That's in right. Saskatchewan. Is this one of the three festivals you talked about being legendary? Yeah, like actually, we were actually talking about like doing the math on the last few festivals we played. I think that this weekend is our very first festival west of Ontario, like ever. So oh, we're, like, wow. we're getting a taste of the mm-hmm. out west festivals, and like we've heard so many things. That's definitely another one. But like Dauphin will be a great way to kick it off. 
I'm curious after you get through this, I'd love to chat with you again. Like if there's a difference between like a Western country, you know, how we do things in different parts of the country and even fans in different parts of the country might be different in terms of how they appreciate your music. Totally. Like we did Cavendish last year and Mm. the fans are totally different. Like it's just so, it'll be really cool. Yeah. 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 They have accents. Yes. <laughs> We're like, sorry, what did you say? <laughs> You're singing our song? It doesn't sound like you're singing our song. Been excited to hear this rant from Greg Mackling. Oh boy. For the past several days, the idea of reducing residential speed limits has been a huge part of the discussion at City Hall and subsequently on our radio station. Where I stand on this is no secret. I believe that 40 kilometers per hour on residential streets makes sense. Now, I'm on my front street all the time. I have a front driveway, so my street is not only a thoroughfare, it's also a back lane, it's also a sidewalk, and it's a playground, just like it was when we were kids. My kids don't necessarily play on the road, but they play adjacent to it in our driveway. Now, that doesn't mean we don't throw the football or a baseball in the front street. We do, with plenty of caution. We live three houses from a stop sign at a T-intersection. We are six houses from a 90-degree curve in the road on the other side of our house. So unlike when I was a kid, when we could see a car coming for hundreds of feet away, the amount of time we have to yell, Headlights! is considerably shorter than I recall it being back in the good old days. We are just over 100 feet from that intersection where people turn left onto our stretch of our crescent. People make the shortest turn possible. If Mortaris completed this left-hand turn the way 90% of the people do at this intersection, they would fail their driver's test for a dangerous action. If there is a car at the stop sign, it's a near collision almost every time. I could go on and on about the lack of respect motorists exhibit day after day. Not all, but just enough to have me wondering and concerned about the permissible speed. I'd like to flip this discussion and ask this one more time. Please explain to me how it makes sense that motorists are allowed to drive 50 kilometers per hour on this type of street. The same speed I'm allowed to travel on Portage Avenue and Main Street through downtown. There are hundreds of streets like mine in Winnipeg. Roadways, which are literal arteries of neighborhoods. Neighborhoods with front driveways, few if any sidewalks, few if any bike lanes. These roadways aren't just for cars, although the prevailing attitude seems to be they are. Yesterday, I was accused for, of being holier than thou for my stand on this. Apologies for coming across this way. I'm simply passionate about something that has an effect on my life, and I know it is something thousands of other Winnipeggers feel as well. Since we are talking about this, it's confession time. Just last week, I got a ticket for rolling through a stop sign in a neighborhood just like mine. Not my own. The only reason I was in that neighborhood was the fact that the major highway I would normally use to get home from where I was was bumper to bumper to bumper the last three times I had used that route. So I thought I'd be the smart guy. Cut through from one regional road to another through a series of crescents and streets not designed for through traffic, not designed for the purpose for which I was using these streets. It was all about me and where I wanted to get and how quickly. 
pure selfishness on my part. I had a fairly lengthy conversation with the police officer who handed me the $203 ticket. He told me that there were residents complaining about motorists racing through the neighborhood, doing what I was doing, using their front street as a cut through. Since 50 is the legal speed limit, the best option was pulling people over for the dreaded rolling stop ticket. I got it. I get it. Did I ever get it? I believe I'm a considerate and respectful driver. I know how to merge and respect the zipper merge. I signal my way out of a traffic circle. I do my best to not block an intersection during rush hour. I try to do the little things right. I think about the route I'm going to take and typically use regional roads versus residential ones. When I'm not in my car, I'm a pedestrian, less frequently a cyclist, and quite often yelling, slow down, when inconsiderate people drive their cars through our neighborhood at the legal if not inappropriate speed, when my kids are playing in front of their own house. From all the parents screaming, slow down, forgive forgive us if we feel as though we are screaming into the wind. talking about a Winnipeg police officer who was demoted after a Manitoba judge ruled he had abused his authority when he repeatedly tried to obtain surveillance video from the Greenbrier Inn. Now, that video was wanted in connection with an alleged sexual assault a few years ago. In a decision released this week, the judge found the officer involved in this case had used abusive language and threatened both arrest and harm to the Main Street Bar in repeated attempts to obtain possible evidence, something he tried to do without a product. Protection order, production order, production order, excuse me. The officer still has 30 days to appeal that decision, but it did raise questions uh, among some of our listeners and other Winnipeggers about their own concerns just when it comes to people in authority abusing their powers. Mo Sabarin is with the Winnipeg Police Association and joins us now. Good morning, Mo. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on this well, morning. Thanks for coming on to discuss this topic, because it's not an easy one sometimes. And I think, you know, it, it does raise questions with people that they may have their own experience. And I'm curious mm-hmm. when a story like this emerges, what it might just do to your members when it comes to reputation and their thoughts and feelings about their relationship with the community. Yeah, well, the, the relationship with the community is uh, is very important. And, uh, you know, we've uh, often said that uh, uh, our members are, are not only police officers, but they're, they're your neighbors, they're your hockey coaches, they're dance coaches, and the like. So <clears throat> it's, it's very unfortunate when a decision like this uh, is made. But what a lot of people have to realize is that uh, policing is one of the most scrutinized professions on the planet, and, and the number of venues uh, for the citizens to, to make a complaint uh, are there, and uh, our, our members understand that uh, we are one of the most scrutinized professions on the planet, and uh, unfortunately, um, we're, not, we're not perfect. Well, and you, yeah, of course, uh, members know that, that that's part of the territory. It goes with mm-hmm. the badge. Uh, but in, in an overall sense, how common is it for, for members to get suspended or uh, for them to get demoted, Mo? Yeah, the, the demotion is very rare. Even discipline is uh, very rare, but uh, what you have to keep in mind, too, is because we're a paramilitary organization, you can be disciplined for showing up to work and, and having stubble on your face without and not shaving or a, a dirty uniform. So uh, the, the gambit, uh, you know, from very minor to very serious uh, uh, type discipline issues are very rare. 
Well, the question of the day that we referenced yesterday morning uh, was read as follows. A Winnipeg police officer has been demoted after a judge ruled he abused his authority in an investigation. Does this make you lose confidence in the police? And 70% voted no, let the police do their job. So when you have the majority of our of the, those who, who cast a vote saying, no, just let them do their job, uh, what's your reaction to that? Yeah, that's it's very encouraging. And um, as the uh, police union, we quite often do uh, surveying with the citizens, and and that's right in line with uh, what we see time and time again. It, it's actually a little low. Um, support for the police is usually in the high 80s, uh, low 90s. Um, but we're always going to have. Um, people that uh, aren't fans of the police because we do have the power to take away somebody's liberty, right? So uh, we don't, uh, not everybody's going to be our fan. Yeah, well, there are, are people out there who, who feel as though there are two sets of justice or, or maybe more. Uh, one set includes that for police officers. What's your take on that? And, and what, what do you answer to those that are, uh, you know, <laughs> brave enough to sit down and talk to you about it? Yeah, and you know what? Uh, two sets of rules. I, I would not disagree because, uh, like I said, the most scrutinized profession on the planet. I think uh, police officers are are highly scrutinized, and and so that that comes with the job. But when you look at the avenues for um, citizens to to make complaints, it's either through a professional standards unit. There's the Law Enforcement Review Act. There is uh, uh, criminal allegations. Uh, we now have the Independent Investigation Unit, who, by the way. Um, will tell you that uh, 98.7% of any incidents that they're obligated to uh, investigate, um, the officers have been found to act appropriately. And that's not just for Winnipeg police, but that's for all of Manitoba. So there, there are different sets of rules, and I, I would suggest that uh, police officers are um, more closely scrutinized than regular citizens. We also have some listeners texting right now, though, Mo, uh, and we're speaking with Mo Sabarin with the Winnipeg Police Association about the idea that, you know, in this abuse of power situation or abuse of authority, that perhaps more should have been done. There should be more discipline, because how do you not know when someone's done this once that they didn't do it before or might not do it again? And and the perception that when you give somebody a badge and a gun that they might go too far just because of the position that they're in. Yeah, that's... um that's difficult to uh, speak to because uh, there is still the possibility that there's not going to be an appeal in, in that particular situation. But um, uh, if, not knowing all the details, and I'm sure that's what the situation is with uh, with the uh, uh, the person that's uh, that's tec- texting. But uh, without knowing all the details, but hypothetically, I, w- I would say to some of the citizens, how would you feel? if um, a crime had been committed against uh, your family member or your son or that sort of thing, and somebody doesn't uh, necessarily cooperate with an investigation, um, and you have the ability to to help solve that crime. So... um, there, but within the parameters of the law, though, too, Mo. Yes, within the within the parameters of the law. Because uh, I think some, I, I don't I don't disagree, and but uh, it's it's tough to talk about the the situation. Uh, but there are some extenuating circumstances, so that uh, I don't think the regular regular citizens uh, are aware of.
Is it the long weekend yet, Loren? Oh, I was already like thinking about it. Sorry. She's already there. Texting with my sister about some plans. I was like, oh, right. Job to do. Job to do. Yes. Focus. But you know what? I bet you I'm not alone. I think there's lots of people who, it's sweet. We have a long weekend with Canada Day actually following on a Monday without it being Wednesday or good something point. annoying like that, right? So no, That's a good point. Lots of people be stretching it out too. Stretching it out might take tomorrow off. I was just suggesting that to you guys. You might not see me here tomorrow, which is oh. why my head is already in the clouds. Okay. <laughs> She's halfway. She got one foot out the door. She's out the door. Well, uh, if you're looking for something fun to do this weekend while you've got one foot out the door at work, our friend Jordan Earl is here to help you out. Jordan is a partner at 441 Maine, the nightclub at the corner of Maine and Bannatyne. He was also on the board with the Winnipeg Nightlife and Lifestyle Award, so he is here to tell us about all sorts of cool stuff happening in Winnipeg. Jordan, how are you, man? Very good. Wonderful to be talking to you guys again this morning. So I got. I guess it is the big, big, big party in in Winnipeg for Canada Day the the Osborne Street Festival. You know, I think that's the big daytime party. Um, yeah, I know that's something I'm going to check out, and I have done that the past few years. It's always awesome. Tons of local businesses, pop ups, food trucks. They actually have a pet parade going on on Monday on Canada Day there, so that's going to be something different. Oh, come on. Like, are they dressed up in Canada Day colors? What's happening? I think so. That, that's Amazing. the idea, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be a patriotic pet parade with prizes and everything. <laughs> Jordan, you're such an outstanding ambassador for the city and uh, so proud of uh, where you live. Canada Day, to me, is almost Winnipeg at its best. We saw that living flag at Portage and Maine a couple of years ago that went viral worldwide. It was such an amazing uh, opportunity for us to show off our pride in the country. But I think we do an excellent job of that every single Canada Day. I really feel the same way. And, and for me, um, like... My business, obviously, with 441 Maine is in the Exchange District. I live in the Exchange District. So there's a ton going on in, in my neighborhood, in our neighborhood this year, but a ton going on throughout the city. I mean, whether you got the kids and you want to go down to Assiniboine Park on Canada Day, they've got tons of great stuff going on from 11 to 5.30 with family fun kind of on the field there by the Lyric Theatre and then music and entertainment on the stage itself, and that's on Canada Day Monday itself. In my neighbourhood, in the Exchange, we've got some great stuff going on at Market Square. We've got the Northern Music Festival going on all weekend, afternoons and into the evenings right at the square. That's free for family fun. And then, of course, the big event at our place, the big Canada Day block party all around 441 Main all weekend. Wait, so is that block party going to extend into the street? Well, it's not the street, but we have the uh, the big lot beside it. And actually, we have the honor of being the largest outdoor beer gardens attached to a nightclub in the country. So kind of proud that uh, our little Winnipeg can take that crown. And that's running uh, all Friday, Saturday, and Sunday evenings. So not Canada Day itself Monday, but that's your Friday, Saturday, and Sunday spot to be. Now, Jordan, how many people are you going to be able to fit in this? Because uh, I don't want to call you out here on the air, but I used to live in Calgary, <laughs> and there were some pretty big beer gardens in Calgary attached to nightclubs. I, I just, I'm just curious here. Yeah, yeah. No, we've got a limit of over uh, 1,000 outside, and then we wow. can do another three or 400 inside. So all said and done, we've got some pretty big space. So 
Um, yeah, we're excited. We actually got the uh, the big Red Bull tour bus outdoor stage truck bus thing this year. So we're going to have tons of great uh, performances outdoor on that massive stage. So we're really cool. We've been really working to get that the last couple of years. And this year we've got the big Red Bull bus there all weekend. So we're really excited for that. Is it that you wanted to get in on the action that it is Canada Day? Or are you feeling and hearing from your customers and just maybe from Winnipeggers the demand to have more to celebrate come Monday? I mean, I think it's both. I mean, I think we love to participate in Canada Day festivities. This is actually our seventh annual year of, of throwing this block party. So it's something that, that we've done for a while and I think is important for us. And it's just so, so much fun and such a wonderful patriotic thing to be a part of this weekend. I mean, to me, this long weekend, like I think you were saying, Loren, where you were thinking about, or some people were thinking about maybe extending it and taking Friday off. That's what I'm doing. So yeah. for me, Friday, Saturday, uh, Sunday, Monday, it's about family, it's about uh, friends, and it's about just really celebrating everything that is Canada, but more so even for me, everything that is Winnipeg. You practically have me out the door right now, i got to be honest. <laughs> I'm like, do I have an hour left in me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I'm guessing you guys got to be in there on Friday. I, unfortunately, or excuse me, fortunately, do not. <laughs> yeah, well, well you, you're distracting us, and, and that's part of uh, what we love uh, when we talk to you, this this idea of options and, and the ability to celebrate, like you say, not only Canada, but to celebrate Winnipeg as well. Yeah, I, th- I think for me it's about family. It's about certainly being Canadian, what it means to be Canadian. But to me that's family and celebrating the city as well. And, and maybe checking out some things and going to some spots that I wouldn't normally do. Um, one little cool thing that I just kind of looked up, and I wanted to make sure I knew everything that was kind of going on before I came on with you guys. Actually, the Exchange District Biz is going to be putting on some free tours of the Exchange District on Canada Day. So that's kind of cool. I actually think I'm going to do that. But living and working in the neighborhood, I've never done one of the Exchange District Biz uh, tours. So they're doing those at 12 and 2 on Canada Day itself, meeting at Stephen Juba Park. So I actually think I'm going to go down and do that and do one of those tours. Jordan, just a volcano of ideas for the long weekend. Thank you very much for joining us today. We appreciate this, sir. Really appreciate you guys having me on, and I hope everyone, uh, all your listeners, and you have a great Canada Day long weekend. Hey, thanks for listening to The Start Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe now and never miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate the show, tell us what you think, and hey, even tell a friend about the podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Greg is at GMACWPG. That's G-M-A-C-K-W-P-G. I am at Brett McGarry, B-R-E-T-T-M-E-G-A-R-R-Y. And Loren on Twitter is at McNab on Global and on Instagram at McNab on CJOB. Talk soon.